From the rising of the sun, even unto the going down of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering. For my name shall be great among the heathen, saith the Lord of hosts. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. The Lord is glorious in his saints. O come, let us adore him. Psalm 95 on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God and a great king above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts as in the provocation, as in the day of temptation in the wilderness, when your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation, and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways, unto whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 66 on page 417. O be joyful in God, all ye lands. Sing praises unto the honor of his name. Make his praise to be glorious. Say unto God, O how wonderful art thou in thy works, through the greatness of thy power, enemies bow down unto thee for all the world shall worship thee sing of thee and praise thy name O come hither and behold the works of god how wonderful he is in his doing toward the children of men he turned the sea into dry land so that they went through the water on foot there did we rejoice thereof he ruleth with his power forever his eyes behold the nations and such as will not believe shall not be able to exalt themselves. O praise our God, ye peoples, and make the voice of his praise to be heard. Who holdeth our soul in life, and suffereth not our feet to slip. For thou, O God, hast proved us. Thou also hast tried us like a silver is tried. Thou brought us into the snare, and laid us trouble upon our loins. Thou sufferest men to ride over our heads. We went through fire and water, and thou brought us out into a wealthy place. I will go into thine house with burnt offerings, and will pay thee my vows, which I promised with my lips, and, and spake with my mouth when I was in trouble. I will offer unto thee fat burnt sacrifices with the incense of rams. I will offer bullocks and goats. 
O come hither and hearken, all ye that fear God, and I will tell you what he hath done for my soul. I called unto him with my mouth, and gave him praises with my tongue. If I incline unto wickedness with mine heart, the Lord will not hear me. But God hath heard me, and considered the voice of my prayer. Praise be God, who hath not cast out my prayer, and turned his mercy from me. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the 18th verse of the 45th chapter of the book of Isaiah. For thus says the Lord, who created the heavens, who is God, who formed the earth and made it, who has established it, who did not create it in vain, who formed it to be inhabited. I am the Lord, and there is no other. I have not spoken in secret, in a dark place of the earth. I did not say to the seed of Jacob, Seek me in vain. I, the Lord, speak righteousness. I declare things that are right. Assemble yourselves and come. Draw near together, you who have escaped from the nations. They have no knowledge who carry the wood of their carved image and pray to a God that cannot save. Tell and bring forth your case. Yes, let them take counsel together. Who has declared this from ancient time? Who has told it from that time? Have, I, have not I the Lord? And there is no other God beside me, a just God and a Savior. There is none besides me. Look to me and be saved, all you ends of the earth. For I am God, and there is no other. I have sworn by myself, the word has gone out of my mouth in righteousness, and shall not return, that to me every knee shall he shall say, Surely in the Lord I have righteousness and strength. To him men shall come, and all shall be ashamed, who are incensed against him. In the Lord all the descendants of Israel shall be justified, and shall glory. Here endeth the first lesson. Today I'm on page 10. We praise thee, O God, we acknowledge thee to be the Lord. All the earth doth worship thee, the Father everlasting. To thee all angels cry aloud, the heavens and all the powers therein. To thee cherubim and seraphim continually do cry, Holy, 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 Lord God of Sabaoth. Heaven and earth are full of the majesty of thy glory. The glorious company of the apostles praise thee. The goodly fellowship of the prophets praise thee. The noble army of martyrs praise thee. The holy church throughout all the world doth acknowledge thee. The father of an infinite majesty, thine adorable true and only son. Also the Holy Ghost, the comforter. Thou art the king of glory, O Christ. Thou art the everlasting son of the father. When thou tookest upon thee to deliver man, thou didst humble thyself to be born of a virgin. When thou hast overcome the sharpness of death, thou didst open the kingdom of heaven to all believers. Thou sittest at the right hand of God in the glory of the Father. We believe that thou shalt come to be our judge. We therefore pray thee, help thy servants whom thou hast redeemed with thy precious blood, 
Make them to be numbered with thy saints in glory everlasting. O Lord, save thy people and bless thine heritage. Govern them and lift them up forever. Day by day we magnify thee, and we worship thy name ever, world without end. Vouchsafe, O Lord, to keep us this day without sin. O Lord, have mercy upon us. Have mercy upon us. O Lord, let thy mercy be upon us as our trust is in thee. O Lord, in thee have I trusted. Let me never be confounded. Here begins the twelfth chapter of Second Corinthians. It is doubtless not profitable for me to boast. I will come to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who fourteen years ago, whether in the body I do not know, or whether out of the body I do not know, God knows, such a one was caught up to the third heaven. And I know such a man, whether in the body or out of the body I do not know, God knows, how he was caught up into paradise, and heard inexpressible words, which it is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such a one I will boast, yet of myself I will not boast, except of my infirmities. For though I might desire to boast, I will not be a fool, for I will speak the truth. But I forbear, lest anyone should think of me above what he sees me to be or hears from me. And lest I should be exalted above measure by the abundance of the revelations, a thorn in the flesh was given to me, a messenger of Satan to buffet me, lest I be exalted above measure. Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. And he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Therefore, most gladly, I would rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. Herein endeth the second lesson. Jubilate on page 50. O be joyful, the Lord, all ye lands. Serve the Lord with gladness, and come before his presence with a song. Be ye sure that the Lord, he is God. It is he that hath made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people, and the sheep of his pasture. O go your way into his gates with thanksgiving, and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him, and speak good of his name. For the Lord is gracious, his mercy is everlasting, and his truth endureth from generation to generation. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who is conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. 
Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O God, who through the preaching of the blessed apostle St. Paul has caused the light of the gospel to shine throughout the world, grant we beseech thee that we, having his wonderful conversion remembrance, may show forth our thankfulness unto thee for the same, by following the holy doctrine which he taught, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, mercifully look upon our infirmities, and in all our dangers and necessities, stretch forth thy right hand to help and defend us, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Good morning to all. Today we're celebrating the Feast of the Conversion of St. Paul. He is one of the few saints uh, whose uh, we commemorate not with the day of their death, but with a notable event, which is his conversion. Paul's death is um, celebrated in conjunction with St. Peter in June, uh, with the belief that they were both martyred in Rome. But the conversion of St. Paul, the story is a very important New Testament story. We know that because it, it's told actually three times in Acts. In Acts chapter 9, the story of the conversion is, is you know, recorded as it happens, that St. Paul is on the road to Damascus to go persecute the Christians there, how Christ appeared to him. And then he himself retells the story in Acts 22 again, um, in his defense before the Jewish people in Jerusalem, which they reject when when they um, when they hear him say that the voice of Jesus told him he's going to since since uh, the Jewish people won't listen, he's going to go to the Gentiles. That's what got him arrested and uh, in in Jerusalem. And then he tells a story a, a third the third time sorry appears the third time in Acts 26 in a defense before King Agrippa. And it, it highlights the, the fact that St. Paul, this word of, of testimony is used a lot by St. Paul and in the New Testament in general, we testify. And St. Paul just essentially bore witness to what he experienced. This is what happened. This happened. I heard this. Now I'm doing this. Now I'm proclaiming this truth. And, and so this conversion story is, is the gospel for, for in communion. But in Today for Morning Prayer, we actually get another story, which is not the conversion story, but it's a story of St. Paul 
being, he says, being caught up into what he calls the third heaven, having a vision. And this idea of the third heaven, there's a reference, <coughs> excuse me, in De Deuteronomy 10:14 to what God, what Moses talking about, it calls the, the highest heaven. But obviously St. Paul's talking about, he's not quite sure he, how he had the revelation, but he was caught up in a kind of vision and a few interesting things about this, this uh, was a number of interesting things about it. One is uh, that he's, he says he heard things that cannot be uttered. And this lets us know that in the world uh, that we live, we don't see everything. There, there are aspects of reality that are not revealed to us. Um, and St. Paul actually call, says, because of the abundance of the revelations, the word revelation there is apocalypse, which is the unveiling, uncovering. <clears throat> Something was uncovered to St. Paul that we can't see, and he can't, he can't be told. You can't, you, he couldn't say it. It lets us know that, you know, we talk about the resurrection of the body and the life and the world to come. In bad portrayals of that, it's like, oh, life will go on like it is. And the, and the truth is that, that um, in the new, the, the completed new creation, dimensions of reality be open that we don't even fathom right now, things we can't even grasp. Another um, interesting thing about St. Paul's vision, because we live in an era uh, where people, well, I, I suppose it's always happened in the church that people claim to have secret visions of Jesus. Um, this is an ancient Gnostic heresy, secret insight that the Gnostic teacher had. And in our time, we've had a lot of these kinds of revelations People get caught up in the near-death experiences, and they they say things. But what's notable about St. Paul, he has a special vision, but it confirm, completely confirms the gospel for him. Um, his vision made him that much more zealous to call people to repent and believe in Jesus because he knew, because it confirmed it. And this is always what we understand when people have a great insight or revelation in in the church, it always must conform and be consistent with the gospel message we receive. When we hear somebody having a secret esoteric vision that um, you know has some new thing that seems to contradict with what uh, you know one of the gospel says or or St. Paul says, we know, hey, this is probably you probably didn't go to the third heaven. You might have had uh, a deceptive angel of light revealing something to you. Um, the key thing about this that relates to that is for St. Paul, he was given this great revelation, and lest he should be exalted, lest he should think himself so great as a teacher who's seen uh, God, that he was given humility. And by some kind of physical affliction, a thorn in the flesh, people have um, speculated about this. Sometimes they think it's maybe some sort of eye affliction he didn't apparently see very well. Um, but nobody knows exactly for sure what it is. But we know one thing, he had some kind of physical affliction. He prayed for it to go away, and it didn't go away. And, and God said to him, Christ said to him, my grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made perfect in weakness. And this is a theme of St. Paul's epistles, that um, we have this treasure in earth and vessels, that the excellency may be of the power, power may be of God and not of us. And as we grow in our knowledge of God, 
we, we grow in our appreciation of the gift of humility because it, it's what keeps us connected to God in faith and dependent, lest we should think we know something that we don't know and drift away from that connection of humility and faith. And, and it, this also plays into one other thing in, in Corinthians that um, it's evident in the Corinthian correspondences that St. Paul was not a very impressive physical appearance and he was not all that attractive. He's not a great speaker. And <clears throat> throughout Corinthians, he's defending himself subtly against this charge. And part of this idea of I've had a vision revelation is is, the, is that in Corinth, they, they, they seem to really appreciate the, um, the orator in the Greek style, the somebody who could come and wow the crowd with the words and give the, the rousing sermon. And St. Paul apparently wasn't that. We get actually in, in Acts that St. Paul is the only guy in recorded history to have killed somebody with a sermon. He preached so long that Eutychus fell out the window and died, and St. Paul brings him back to life. So he wasn't um, inspiring in that way. So he's always defending himself against the charge because other apostles who came to Corinth were more impressive. And he's always defending himself against this. And his ultimate defense is God's powers made perfect in weakness. God chooses the weak things of the world to confound the wise, the, the weak things to, 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 to put to shame that which looks strong from a worldly perspective. So in, in kind of a summary for application to us, you know, following the example of Paul, the more we know about God in Christ, the more humility we're going to get. Growth in knowledge is growth in knowing what we don't know. And this is probably what St. Paul sees things he unexpressedly can't talk about. Is also like, oh, I thought I knew some things. I know nothing. I've seen God. It's like Job and in, in, at the end of Job, you know, Job thought he knew stuff. Then he saw God and he said, uh, I didn't know any, I don't know anything. So we'll always, we grow in faith and grow in knowledge. We'll also grow in humility because um, this is even just an ordinary education of this. The more you really learn, the more you know you don't know. And, and this is how we are in the knowledge of God. And the, and the comfort of that is that as we look forward to the resurrection and life world to come, we know there's a lot, 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 lot more to know and see and do and understand that, that we can look forward to. So, a few thoughts about today's feast and lessons. Continue with a prayer for all conditions of men on the bottom of page 18. O God, the creator and preserver of all mankind, we humbly beseech thee for all sorts and conditions of men, that thou wouldst be pleased to make thy ways known unto them, thy saving health unto all nations. More especially pray for thy holy church universal, that it may be so guided and governed by thy good spirit, that all who profess and call themselves Christians may be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit, in the bond of peace, and in righteousness of life. Finally, we commend to thy fatherly goodness all those who are anyways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate.
that it may please thee to comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities, giving them patience under their sufferings and a happy issue out of all their afflictions. And this we beg for Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all for joining us in prayer this morning. Hope you have a great Wednesday. Bye-bye. Bye. Goodbye. Have a good day.